Welcome to FitChicks Chat, the podcast dedicated to fitness, nutrition, wellness, and mindset. For more information on FitChicks Academy and our upcoming fitness and nutrition expert certification, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications, please visit fitchicksacademy.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. I and almost said on- I'm Laura Jackson. <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> I know. I was like, did I just say I'm Laura Jackson or did you? I don't know. Say- I don't know. Anyways, welcome to today's podcast. We are talking about veggies today. Delicious. I love it when we do a nutrition podcast because we haven't done one in a while. So delicious. And I love talking about veggies. And it's funny because I don't know if anyone knows this, um, but back in the day when I was like 15, 16, do you remember this, Laura? When I was like, I thought I was a vegan or I wanted to become a vegan, but this was back in the day when it wasn't like really popular, but I didn't like veggies back then. And I had never really eaten veggies. So I was trying to be a vegan, but like all I was eating was crackers and apples. And then I oh, became yes. anemic and it was like this whole disaster. I don't, not recommend it. Ten out, uh, one out of 10, not recommended. <laughs> but like, well, and, and this is but why I love talking too, about veggies now because I love veggies now and it's like a huge shift in my life. <laughs> yeah. And this is why too, obviously, if you are someone who's vegetarian or vegan, you have to make sure too that you are eating enough Proper. veggies. <laughs> <laughs> and these are some really great ways to up your veggie intake. So that's what we're going to be yeah. talking about today because even as, you know, vegans or vegetarians does not mean you're necessarily a nutritionally dense vegan or vegetarian, right? You might be eating, uh, we have Crackers friends who are vegans and mm-hmm. they're eating, you know, rice crackers and like diet pop, right? Like things that are not animal products, but they're still not nutritionally dense. So we want to make sure that we're eating as real whole foods as possible because we want all the vitamins, the minerals, the fiber. Um, we want protein. to fill ourselves up, mm-hmm. all of the good stuff, right? Yeah. So we posted this actually on our TikTok channel and we got a bunch of saves and it was our most likes. So if you haven't gone on TikTok yet, please follow us at FitChix Academy. Send us some love. Give us some comments. We are now over 100 followers. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> it's but a slow post- burn, but it's happening. <laughs> yeah. But we posted this on our TikTok and it was just interesting, the comments and the reactions that people had to it. Because for us, we just take this as kind of second nature because it's what we talk about every day. But for a lot of people... Um, whether it be for yourself or for clients, they really struggle with thinking about how to get more veggies in other than eating something like a salad. Yeah, 100%. People always are thinking like, oh, in order to eat vegetables, I have to eat a salad. Or they think that just, you know, having a little bit at dinner time is enough, right? That's that's actually a very big misconception as well. It's just having that like, you know, the the meat and potatoes kind of mentality. Like that's like- Yeah, and a side of broccoli. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was envisioning, right? Or like a side of corn. That's like what we used to have when I was growing up was always so much- And corn. corn's not even a vegetable. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's crazy because people don't even realize that. And they think, but they think that that's enough vegetables to get you through the day when really- you should be having vegetables with every single meal, with every single snack. Like it should be a part of every single time that you're eating and grazing because that's the thing that's going to up your fiber intake. That's going to be all of your vitamins and stuff. And I'm sorry, everyone that are listening. I have a really bad cough right now. So my voice is weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's so true. And I find, you know, one of the things we talk about with our students a lot is getting into the mentality of really planning meals 
around vegetables because we tend to plan meals too for our clients or for ourselves around proteins. So we're like, oh, I'm having chicken for dinner. What am I going to have with the chicken? Or okay. I'm having, you know, um, or I'm doing pasta. Like it's either proteins or carbs that we tend to plan around. And we don't think of it from the perspective of veggies. The so mighty vegetable. Even, yeah, like <laughs> that should be even, like the highlight. <laughs> and once you have that shift, it also changes the way you cook and the way like your mind opens up to different ways of what you're like of preparing foods and what you're going to eat and all of this stuff. Right. So we included on this TikTok seven ways that you could increase your veggie intake. So we're going to go through them. The first one is, of course, everyone knows salads. Mm-hmm. So salads are still so when the salads first became popular i don't know what year it was it was like literally the 1600s or something but the reasons why salads came about they were eaten before a meal to essentially um stimulate digestive juices so you know even if you still go to places like italy you will eat a salad before a meal or you'll eat a lot of bitter greens and those are really good to improve digestion So you'd eat the salad before the meal and that would prepare your body to digest the meal that was ahead. So that was kind of where, you know, over time it was adopted that, oh, we'll have a salad as an appetizer. And then it moved into, we'll have a salad as lunch instead of just as an appetizer. So there's so many different ways you could still get salads in. You could have a small salad as a side. You could have it as an appetizer. You could sub out your whole meal for a big salad. Like we always talk about like everything, but the kitchen sink salads where you're just like throwing in all the veggies, some protein, some healthy fat dressing, and then you've got a complete three meal, right? But Mm -hmm. it's based around those vegetables. I actually try um, my sort of my rule is that one meal, usually my lunch is a salad every day. And when I follow that rule, I feel really good. Like, I feel like I'm like, and I always, it's so embarrassing, but I always use a mixing bowl. That's actually what I eat. Oh, me too. And I know even when we lived together, we always ate out of those big mixing bowls. It's all that we would eat our salads from because I just like it. Cause then it's just like, you just throw it all in, you mix it up and you just eat out of this giant Nothing's overflowing. (laughs) You look like, you look like you're literally just like eating from this super giant bowl, but it's it's just like, it's the easiest way to eat it for me instead of having it on a plate or something when it's like, Oh, and you can't stir it and the salad dressing doesn't get all the way through. And it's like, yeah, everyone get the mixing bowls, get the mixing bowls, get the mixing bowl out, throw it all in and you've got yourself a delicious meal. But I, that's kind of my rule is one meal a day is just a big salad. And by doing that, I find that I balance out my diet in it. Um, like just in my eating approach and everything. It's just the way that works best for my body. It makes me feel good. And I know that I'm getting a lot of vegetables in at that point, um, just in case like later on or in the morning, because I don't like having vegetables for breakfast. It usually makes my stomach hurt. So Well, and this is where too, like if we have, if you think about it too, like a salad could be lettuce based, it could be um, like coleslaw based, it could be kale based. Uh, it could even be a warm salad. There's so many different salads now where it's like a sauteed, you know, you saute your veggies and you eat it warm and having a dressing on top of that. So there's a lot of different bases and things that you could build. We love power bowls. So again, I mentioned the complete and three rule of the protein, the fiber and the fat. So building bowls that are full of veggies that are, you know, essentially salad bowls, but they are power bowls because they balance out blood sugar and they have a ton of um, protein in there as well to power you up, keep you full and all the good stuff. So salads are our number one. The second one and I love this this time of year is soups. 
Oh, so totally a favorite. Yeah. I love soups. And, you know, we live in a cooler climate, so always wintertime. I always think of, you know, summer is more for smoothies, and that's was our number three, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Summer is more of like smoothies and coldness. I want that coldness. But in the wintertime, you want that warmness, right? And soups are incredible to add and hide as well for those non-veggie eaters. So many vegetables. Mm-hmm. Like you could do you know, I always make homemade bone broth and I do huge batches of like chicken soup with tons of veggies. Again, everything with the kitchen sink, I throw in there or you could do cream blended soup. So I made like a carrot ginger soup the other day with coconut milk, blended that all up. So it's more of a puree. Like there's so many options for it and you don't have to do the same soup twice. Like there's so many variations of beef soup or chicken or fish or vegetarian. Um, I just love, love, love soups for veggie intake. Me too. And I, I also really like um, soups and stews. So yeah. I, I do a lot of stews as well in my household. They're very popular. And I love it just because it's like the same sort of concept, right? But then I usually, if I'm making a stew, big the big differentiator for me is like, if it's a stew, I add potatoes to it. And if it's a soup, I usually don't. My new favorite veggie though, to add to soup that I just, I just made like a chicken um, rice soup the other day. And I added baby bok choy. Like Oh, I love baby bok choy. Bok choy. So good. It was so good. My mom actually gave me the idea, which was surprising because my mom used to just be a canned vegetable kind of lady. And now she's all very experimental, which I love. But that's the thing that's so so fun is, is like, especially too, if you have an instant pot, there are so many things that you would not typically put in a soup because the preparation for it, like a lot of squashes, right? Like butternut squash, even to Mm -hmm. peel and to roast and to blah, blah, it's 5,000 steps. You put in the instant pot for seven minutes. It's soft. You scoop it out and add the coconut milk and whatever else and blend it up. It's delicious, right? So there's so many different vegetables you could try, but also like you were saying the bok choy, like it's, there's so many things that you wouldn't normally think that will taste delicious in a soup. So, So, you know, like a member of my family, so many more vitamins. Yeah. They hate cabbage, like coleslaw and raw cabbage and all of that. But you put cabbage in a soup, they don't even notice it. And like, this is one of the things too, with my son, he's not a picky eater. He's a year and a half, but he also like, for me, I just try to give him a ton of soups and stews and same thing to get like different veggies in and also try to get him used to mixed flavors. And he loves it. No, same with Mads, my daughter, like she's totally like, I can put anything, if I put like certain vegetables in front of her, sometimes she'll be like, mm, no, I don't like it. But if it's in a soup, she'll just eat it. She doesn't even like yeah. think about it. She's like, oh, this is delicious, right? Well, and I don't even have to fry them, I don't have to blend them. It's literally just, she sees it on the spoon, but she'll still eat it because it's just presented differently. So that's well, a really great tip for parents too. Just yeah, like and because also a lot of vegetables completely change their flavor when they're cooked versus raw. Like think of cauliflower raw versus roasted cauliflower versus like cauliflower mash or cauliflower soup. It completely mellows out. Same thing with onions, right? Onions, when they're raw, they're so pungent and like bright. Whereas when they're cooked, they're mellow. So it's like, so uh, especially when you have clients, a lot of clients will say, I don't like vegetables. So I always recommend, you know, make sure you're asking, okay, do you not like X vegetables raw? Do you also not like them cooked? Like that is a question because some people don't even consider that. They're like, no, I just don't like cabbage. And it's no, like, you're absolutely right. I have an aunt who only eats raw vegetables. She yeah. just doesn't like cooked vegetables, but she will eat raw vegetables. So peppers, carrots, everything, but she just doesn't like them cooked. Well, because and they so have a like, totally different flavor too, right? Yeah. Like, so it's a really great way again. And with your clients, you don't even always have to have fresh vegetables. You could use frozen vegetables. I always have bags of frozen vegetables, throw them in any soup you're making just to bulk it up. 
Um, and then number three was smoothies. So we kind of talked about that. Those are to me like the cool version of soups. Yeah. You make delicious smoothies from frozen vegetables, frozen fruits. You can hide a ton of veggies. So all of your greens like spinach are more um, romaine lettuce. All of those greens are more mellow. Even kale though, if you're doing it with, you know, mixing in with different things like protein powder and frozen berries, like that will kind of blend into the flavor, but you're essentially just having like a veggie drink. Yeah. If you make smoothies correctly, we teach this in our certifications, how to build <laughs> weight loss approved green smoothies. Cause a lot of people still make them a sugar bomb. So they're like, Oh, I'm doing like a, a milkshake a day. Yeah, yeah. And it's strawberries, yogurt, orange juice. It's like, no, yeah. we need to get some protein, fiber, healthy fats. We need to make sure that we are hitting certain goals for a caloric range, all that good stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. And smoothies, I think, you know, one of the biggest things too is like looking at different, um, I like using a lot of different frozen fruits for them too. So if you are going to put in fruits, because then it's like your ice. So then it like keeps it really cool. And just like, it's, I don't know, it's like one less step. That's why I like using frozen fruits. And also just because then you have like fresh fruits and you don't have to, they're usually a little bit less expensive, especially where we live during different seasons. Right. And then, you know, exactly. Is it in season or not? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then number four is breakfast bowls. So Amanda was saying how she struggles with getting veggies in at breakfast. So well, I don't like raw bowl, veggies at breakfast. It makes me feel sick. That's anything why. It's in a bowl just, it hurts my stomach. is delicious. Anything in a bowl yeah. is delicious. So <laughs> you could do, so um, I love breakfast bowls. Again, following the complete and three rule. That's always kind of the basis. So you could do like scrambled eggs with scrambled spinach, onions, peppers, whatever. Put that on top of sweet potato hash. Um, you could do um, any type of like um, the squash veggies are delicious, like butternut squash, spaghetti squash, even um, mushrooms, onions, garlic, tomatoes, adding them all in a big breakfast bowl. And then it's almost like I always think of the um, like the potatoes or the sweet potatoes, kind of like a hash brown. So it's like everything you would eat for breakfast, all in a bowl, mixed in with some veggies. That's it. It looks delicious. It tastes delicious. People all want to eat like all the things (laughs) at breakfast. So easy. I know. I just, I don't know what it is about, but you know me too. I don't really like breakfast food. Like I don't like eggs and stuff like that. So it's, it's just, yeah. I that's why smoothies like, are good for you. That's, but that's what I was saying. I always go with smoothies for yeah. breakfast because those are like, uh, those are just my go-to is um, definitely smoothies because it's just, it's simple, right? Or if I make some sort of like a loaf or something, and I'm, I know we'll talk about that in a minute, but something like that where it's just like yeah. really easy for me. So then the next one is, we're going to go quickly through these, is adding spiralized zucchini or cauliflower rice or any type of veggie like that into your pasta or your rice. So you could sub them out. But even what I've done, because I have a family that really likes to eat pasta and rice. So I just mix it in. So I make yeah, sure that when I'm like making 50-50. So, yeah, it's like, so they're getting that extra veggie intake, not really tasting it. And then again, it's just upping that amount of vegetables without taking away what it is. Sorry, guys, what it is that you are, um, what it is that you're eating, like spaghetti. You're just getting some more veggies mixed in with them. 
Yeah. And I think that when you do it like as the mixed version, I find for a lot of people, it's just such a simpler process because then it doesn't feel like, because I know sometimes it's the mindset of like, oh, I don't want to give up like my rice, right? But it's like, you don't have to give it up. We can just like bulk it up. We can just switch gears a little bit and then you're getting more vegetables, but you're still getting the thing that you desire or the thing that you really crave or maybe that you're used to eating. And it's a really great way to start to, if you want to start to introduce it, we always talk about the ad swap replace method. So adding it in, then maybe swapping it sometimes. So sometimes instead of having the pasta, you'll just have the zucchini noodles and then maybe replace yeah. it all together. But just knowing you have those options, because for me, like I only eat the zucchini noodles, but my husband likes the pasta. So I just mix some in for his and then I just eat the zucchini noodles. Yeah. Um, but then the next one is dips. Mm-hmm. So this is something I love we can sneak so many veggies into dip. We usually think about the dip as the thing for the veggie, but whereas we actually can mix in a lot. So things like, even if you buy store-bought hummus, you can also blend into that different veggies like carrots. You can blend zucchini. You can blend in cucumbers, like things that, you know, will change the taste of the hummus, but slightly, or you can go all in with adding in some spinach, kale, whatever it is, but that's a really quick fix. Or, um, The other thing too, is just making your own dips from scratch. So blending up beans, blending up different, you know, using Greek yogurt, things like that. And then adding a ton of vegetables into the blended smooth dip, um, Mm. as opposed to having it chunky. Because so many times we forget the dip is such a great extra vehicle for protein, healthy fat and veggies. We just kind of think of it as like, oh, it's the dip for the vegetables. I think of that too, though, also not just dips, but also like sauces, right? And it's like, it's not the same as soups and stuff because sauces, like if I make a spaghetti sauce or something like that, you you like 100% are guaranteed that there's going to be mushrooms, peppers, um, there's probably going to be spinach as well. And it's all going to be blended into it and put right in. And the color of the sauce will be completely different. The texture will be a little bit slightly different, but you don't notice it and you still enjoy it. Like my family eats it all the time. They have no idea. Dave's like, oh, like my husband, he's like, I don't like vegetables. I don't like mushrooms. And I'm like, you just ate like 700 mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you have no idea because you didn't realize it because you don't see it. So when they visually don't see it, and I know I don't like tricking people, but at the same time, if I know that it's not going to change it and it's going to get, like it's going to up the veggie intake, I'm doing it. 100%. But you know what? I'm the big believer. Some people are against like, oh, you don't want to sneak things in or hide them. But I'm a big believer in you've got to meet people where they're at. And if they have the mindset of thinking they don't like vegetables and we could just start to get some in to get them more nutrition and energy and all of that, let's start there. It's the same with kids. If you have kids that have never been exposed to vegetables and then you're trying to add it in, they're not going to like it, right? So if you have to at first bake cookies that have zucchini in them or broccoli blended or whatever it is hidden in there, just to get them that veggie intake while we work on changing their palate, go for that. You know what I mean? Because eventually then we could shift the mindset and start to open them up because a lot of times there's this resistance. Like I don't eat vegetables because I never liked them. But then when you're like, well, you've been eating vegetables. They're like, oh, wait a second. Maybe I do like vegetables. I had no idea. Exactly. So this leads us to our last one is power loaves. So this is something that like our power bowls, complete in three, protein, fiber, fat. These could be savory rolls or sweet rolls. So you could be baking almost like a version of, let's say a banana bread, 
with spinach, done with oat flour or almond flour. Again, lots of, you could add protein powders into them, creating a loaf that's complete in three. So it's all in one and then putting vegetables into it or doing like a savory loaf, like a meatloaf, like old school meatloaf is, can be the perfect one pan meal, right? If you adding in the right things. Yeah. So turkey meatloaf with spinach or greens, like Swiss chard in it, it's delicious. And then oh adding gosh. a sauce. I lo- used to love your meat muffins. I was just going to say, do you remember when we lived together and I used to make meat muffins? They were amazing. People were like, that sounds so disgusting. I'm like, they're so good though. I'm actually going to make, 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 make them this weekend. week. Let's both make them. Yeah. Um, I'll, we'll TikTok about them. Follow us on yeah. TikTok. You'll see our meat muffins. They're incredible, but it's just like it had spinach in it. They had oats. oats. Like they were so good. But it's funny. I just had this conversation with my daughter two days ago. We were talking about because we had extra bananas and she's like, oh, mom, let's make our muffins. And I was like, OK, well, we have to go to the grocery because we don't have um, zucchini. And she's like, OK. And then she, but she realized and she said out loud to me, she's like, it's OK to put it in because you don't even notice it because she doesn't it doesn't change the flavor of the muffin. Really, we shred the zucchini in, but it's adding so much nutrition to it and right? moisture, so, too. Yeah. And that's what I said to her. And she's like, no, it's good. But she's obsessed with these muffins that we make. And they're um, sugar-free, dairy-free, and oil-free. And they're made with oats. We grind up oats. We do everything from scratch. And, like, they're so freaking delicious. And it's just bananas and zucchini and oats and stuff. Um, It's not my recipe. It's actually on a uh, blog called Bryn Did. So if anyone is interested in, like, searching it, it's zucchini banana muffins. But they're incredible. And, but it's just, but it's so true, right? There's so many interesting ways or different ways that you can just add your veggies in and still make things taste amazing. So just experiment, add pumpkin to things. Oh, I love pumpkin. I always have a can of unsweetened, like not pumpkin pie filling because my son loves it too. And it's always a backup, but it adds so much moisture and so many vitamins and minerals. So hopefully guys, this podcast inspired you or inspired you for some ideas for your clients to up your veggie intake. Number one is just bringing it into your awareness. And if you just even start to think, how can I incorporate veggies at every meal instead of what am I going to eat based on a protein or carbs or whatever, thinking about the veggies, it will shift that. And hopefully these seven ideas will um, start to incorporate veggies at every meal for you. So if you guys want to learn more about um, nutrition and coaching, we have our fitness and nutrition experts certification and our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification. Check it out at fitchicksacademy.com. We have our 2023 classes listed get on the wait list. Um, also we have some special surprises coming up. So you want to make sure that you are checking it out and, um, see what is yet to come. Okay guys have some fun veggie eating. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the fit chicks chat podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.